High FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. We wanted to talk about misinformation. It's certainly been a week of misinformation as we see Hamas being accepted as a mouthpiece for truth, which is just so bizarre considering what? They'll rape, they'll murder, they'll kidnap, and uh, but they wouldn't lie. Well, that just seems a little bit odd. Philip Ingram is uh, is a, a former colonel in military in British military intelligence. Philip, a very very good morning to you. Thank you for joining us. A very good very morning. difficult uh, very difficult time um, on an emotional level for many, but also in trying to figure out what is and what isn't the truth. This is not easy. It's it's not easy at all. Um, and I'm afraid in today's interconnected world. Uh, people have to be very sceptical of what's being fed to them down their smartphone or their device, especially if it's coming over some of the social media platforms and not from one of the um, internationally recognized news outlets. But even they are um, getting duped themselves, mm. as we saw with the headlines that came out after the, the horrible uh, explosion around the hospital in Gaza. And, and of course, the, the BBC being one of the organizations that have been called out, one of the publications uh, or outlets that's been called out quite strongly, not saying the word terrorist, whereas the king himself has said, you know, where the word, if this isn't a terror attack, well, then I'm not sure what really would be defined as one. But uh, but it also, and, and I don't want to talk about BBC bi- bias, because the reality is we all have a bias, and we all come from a certain place, and we all share things that we want to be true because it proves our point really doesn't it it's this confirmation bias we're all guilty of it Uh, it's not just the other team exactly and the other thing i think international press need need to worry about or or need to recognize and this is a bbc thing but it 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 applies across the board is that the bbc argument for not calling them terrorists is they will say what has happened and let um, their listeners and viewers make up their mind as to how they want to label them. But they have to recognize that press doesn't just inform, it influences. And that's a great responsibility. And you have to take that, uh, and you, you have to take that responsibility, um, uh, on board hugely. And those that want to use and it's not misinformation; it's disinformation because it's. it's Can you explain the difference? You know is, I've, I've seen that. I've seen those terms both used. I'm, I'm not clear on what the difference is. Can you explain that, if you don't mind? Yeah, it's 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 really simple. Misinformation is information that is wrong, but it is accidentally passed around. Ah. So some some someone says, you know, John is at a car accident, and John hasn't had a car accident, but you tweet that out, and you you, you don't know, and and you put it around. Disinformation, however, is misinformation that is deliberately put around for an effect. So the immediate Hamas um, post to say um, the hospital was attacked by an Israeli um, uh, airstrike was disinformation. Mm. Uh, and that, you know, that then gets into the game of propaganda, fake news, etc. There's, there's lots of labels, uh, that, that additional labels you can put on. But that's disinformation. It's put out there to deliberately mislead. Um, and you know, our politicians are guilty of that across the board we, in, in most of the things they say every day. So it, it is a, an unfortunate part of society. And because of the way we consume our information now, um, because it comes in so fast and it comes in very personal, there's no control in this. You, it used to be an integral part of you know, any conflict, but it was controlled at governmental levels. You know, during the Second World War, Hmm. Oh, we seem to have uh, the, the uh, Zoom seems to have frozen, 
Um, oh, uh, f- oh f- there we go. Uh, f- are you back? I, I, don't, I don't, don't know what happened there. Sorry. Um, I was going to say, during the Second World War, disinformation was used um, and propaganda was used to convince Hitler that the Allies were going to attack through the Pas de Calais, not through mm. Normandy. Mm. Um, and that, that, that wasn't a, a deliberate military operation. It was controlled at the highest levels. Uh, but there were a very lim- limited number of sources where people got their information from. It's rife today, um, especially across social media. So you know, my, my immediate take from uh, and the advice I'd give to anyone that's listening is the first thing that you see on your social media platform especially if it's immediately after an incident is probably wrong um, I think and, that's valuable yeah the, the other, you, you need to take some time thinking about it the, the other problem that that certainly I've noticed and I've noticed it in the South African context is is the is is what news outlets have have remained silent on. So, for example, in the case of Israel, if you remain silent about uh, the rockets, for example, that Hamas are are firing into Israel for two or three months, but then you only report on uh, the repercussions to it, well, is that disinformation or misinformation? I'm I'm not sure. But, But either way, it's a problem because it's created the impression that the story started today, whereas actually that story started two months ago. Well, exactly. And you know, the, lack of, the lack of information, the lack of balanced comment on everything is uh, as influential as disinformation is. I don't, uh, interestingly, I don't think there's a label for a, for a lack of um, put it, putting commentary out on, on something, but it, it all forms part of that, that information, misinformation, disinformation, propaganda spectrum uh, that we've got out there. Propaganda you know, is more um, disinformation that is deliberately put out by a government for political or military effect um, in many in many cases. Mm, so mm. You know, there there are, there are lots lots of different definitions for this. Yeah, and uh, but the world has changed because as you started by saying, we've got social media. We are all uh, keyboard warriors. Everybody's now got a um, you know got a way to to reach people with a large reach, and and that is. That that makes it a lot more complicated, doesn't it? We don't even know who's a real person uh, or, or, or not. It, it, it does. And, and this is, puts an additional level of responsibility onto the mainstream press outlets um, and those trusted sources of um, reliable information. Um, and it also gives a, a, a much bigger opportunity for those that want to try and mislead. And you can take it to the next level. You know, um, disinformation can be targeted at individuals. You know, there's, I, I've got a blog on my website called "Hacking Your Serotonin," Ooh, um, and it's all I about like it. the, the. It's all about, it's all about um, what happened in the um, uh, U.S. elections a couple of years ago, but it also happened in the Brexit referendum in the U.K. and happens across European elections, where you take big data and you can analyze what people like. You can get a, a, a flavour for people's political views, for their friends' political views, for you know, their opinions and bits and pieces by examining you know, what people are posting over a period of time. Um, and if you take that and analyse it and you take manipulative marketing techniques, mm, mm. you can then, because of the way um, certainly artificial intelligence will work and everything else, you can target messages to individuals that will start to reinforce their bias or undermine their thinking in something if you want to try and change people's minds. And you can do that to them, you can do that to their friends, and you can monitor how the discussions alter and change and, ch- and change your uh, message that's going in. That happens. And therefore, you know, in today's interconnected world, we're finding this whole disinformation game 
is being used to manipulate the very core of a lot of our societies, our, you know, our, our democratic freedoms, because we are being influenced. And, you know, anyone who says that I will never be influenced <laughs> by this and all the rest of it, you know, just ask them what their favorite advert is and the, the, the slogan that comes from it. You've been influenced through advertising. If you can be influenced for, through advertising to go and buy X product over Y product, um, then, uh, and, and that's overt what's going on behind the scenes, which has been examined by you know, psychologists and learned people and is, is, is being deliberately targeted at you. You know nothing about it. It's all happening very subtly. Uh, and that's right. what we should be most worried about. Have you been following the, the, this war particularly closely? Have you made any, any interesting observations that you've seen around the last couple of weeks? Um, yeah, I, I've been following this war and I've been following the war in Ukraine very closely. Mm. I, I commentate on, on both of them um, internationally um, in, the, in the press. Um, it, it, you know, but there are similarities when it comes to the information sphere um, uh, in both of them. You know, the, it is used actively by both sides. Right, of course. Um, mm. you know, Hamas, it, it, gives, it gives Hamas um, a much bigger audience because they know that uh, you know, unfortunately, there's there's a greater amount of polarization between you know, the Palestinian and the Israeli views acro across the globe. Hamas know that, and they they know it's very easy for them to stir. You know, whenever the um, explosion happened in the hospital, you know, the, Hamas got their um, statement out blaming Israel within, within thirty minutes. It, it was incredible. Within minutes, you know, Israel still yeah, counting it, and identifying their dead, but Hamas were able to say. 500 people killed in, it, it, and, well, and, exactly, and, and it was exactly. lapped you know, up. I've, I've, mm. I've been in operational military headquarters where a reports come in that, you know, a, a target that shouldn't have been attacked ha, has uh, suddenly exploded and it's taken, you know, me hours to go through and work out exactly what happened um, to, to see if, uh, to, to look at responsibility. You can't do that in minutes. Mm. So again, here's another lesson. If something comes in instantly, instantly after a massive incident, Just it be, will be wrong. It's not it wrong. might be wrong. It will be wrong. I think that's so important. Give us the name of your website. Uh, getting uh, lots of questions. People want to know to, 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 to go and read your articles. Yeah, it's uh, greyhairmedia.com. So G R E Y, the English spelling, hair as in the animal, H A R E media. That's oh, awesome and name. Hack, 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 hacking, hacking your serotonin. Yeah. It's, it's a play on, um, uh, unfortunately, this isn't television, but um, <laughs> I do have grey hair. Right. Well, you know, lucky for me, it's radio because I have no hair. That is where we leave it. Philip Ingram, former uh, colonel in the British military intelligence.